This is 15 Minutes to Freedom. I'm your host, Ryan Nidell, and today's episode is Who Do You Idolize? So I get done meditating this morning, and my mind's kind of all over the place. Meditation the past couple days hasn't been really a fluid process for me. It's been a lot more consuming. I'm trying to expand my practice and try to understand a lot more about how to tap into different pieces of myself and then through myself, the universe. And anytime I try to expand and grow, things get a little uncomfortable for a while, whether that's in the gym or in business or whatever it would be. Expansion's never easy, at least not for me. So I'm looking, I'm I'm trying to find these people that have proven track records on meditation and what that means and how to find success with it and reading books and listening to podcasts and listening to audiobooks and really just devouring content the, the best I can. And through that, it gets me questioning. Like, So someone creates a book or a podcast, and because I'm consuming that content, I'm assuming that they're an expert, right? I mean, they, they're pronouncing themselves or, or saying they're an expert in the world, and so I'm assuming they are. I don't do a whole lot of background checks on them. I don't see their references. You know, I just assume that what they're sharing with me has to be the best because people, in my opinion, inherently have good intentions, not bad. But through that, it, it almost morphs into the situation where I start wondering, am I chasing a false idol? Am I worried about what someone else is doing or what they've proven to be right for them without giving any feedback into what's good for me? Because again, you you as a listener could love meditating in in the middle of the afternoon on a beach somewhere. And for me, I've realized that if it's not dark out and I'm not in a pretty quiet, controlled room and controlled environment, my meditation practices aren't strong enough yet or developed enough yet to allow me to get to that really what I call special place. So as I'm going through this and melding or molding all these things in my mind, I realize there's probably a lot of times in life where I've started almost chasing or looking at false idols. And a false idol could be really anybody. Like Look from a young age. So I'll go back to, gosh, I grew up watching the Buffalo Bills play football. I grew up outside of East Aurora, New York. And it was back when they went to the Super Bowl four years in a row and couldn't win. So I had all these idols, had all these guys on the team that I just thought were incredible, you know, uh, Frank Thomas or, uh, 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 you know, gosh, Thurman, it doesn't really matter all the players because at this point, admittedly, I'm drawing a freaking blank. But you have these guys that, that played football and some of them have led into drug abuse or, you know, beating their wives or things externally from football. And that's their own path to live on. I'm not condemning or, or condoning those activities, but I've, I idolize them at such a young age. You know, you look at famous athletes and celebrities really can name it, we're taught to almost look up to them. Like the public eye and the way the world works, we're looking up to these people that we really don't know who they are. But because of some good activities or good PR or good internet marketing, they're they're thought of as the best. They're thought of the people that we should emulate. But why? Like really think about it for a second. Why do we emulate them? There's been this social media craze, obviously, that's never going to go away that creates, you know, you can buy followers, as I'm guilty of doing at different points in my life. You can you can really cheat the system in any way possible that we feel like these people's message is more valuable because more people are, are liking them. So it's this, this really confusing thing in, internally of why does it operate that way? Especially when these people are human beings just like we are. I mean, they bleed like we do. They make mistakes like we do. But through that, they probably grow and prosper like we do or should be growing and prospering. So why don't we look for more people that teach that message. Why not look up to the hard work of the NBA star or the NFL athlete or the celebrity for all the hours and hours of training 
that they've went through to master their craft or to begin to master their craft. Because I had a conversation this, this afternoon with a, a business coach I'm going to be working with, and it's coming out that there's really no mastering of any craft. You know, how do you master something? How do you become the master of it? I don't think that mastery ever really exists. There's always a way to push the envelope further than where you are. But we assume, again, we'll take the NBA player for Michael Jordan, that he was the best basketball player alive. And I know we could debate, is it LeBron James or Michael Jordan? It doesn't really matter at this moment. Just work with me the fact it was Michael Jordan. And we assume that you know a lot of that is God-given talent, but we don't see the couple hundred hours a week he spent in the gym or in the offseason. We don't see everything behind the scenes. We see the game-winning shots. We see the the 50-point games. We don't see all the hard work. Like we, Nobody's appreciating, no one's celebrating the hard work. And I'll tell you why, in my opinion, it's not sexy. Like hard work isn't sexy. Like sitting and doing the same thing over and over again is not sexy. Like I call it blocking and tackling in, in, in my company, in my life. You know, blocking and tackling is not fun. You watch a, a football game on a Sunday, you're hoping for someone to get their head knocked off. You're hoping for the, the breakthrough run that gets gets in the end zone. You're hoping for the the 50 yard hail mary to win the game. You're not hoping for three yards at a play that ultimately leads to a championship. Like that's not fun. We as society right now more than ever are looking for that that one touch, that one magic button, that miracle. We want to believe that some people have the quote unquote luck and are just gifted. And I can agree with that to a certain point. I mean, I reference LeBron James. I actually went to high school at the same time he did, and I can remember going up to Akron St. Vincent St. Mary and watching him play and having the, be the same age at the same time and seeing how much more advanced he was than everyone else. Don't get me wrong. There's definitely something to be said for that. That that doesn't exist without having some God-given ability that's greater than the other people on the court. I'm not taking anything away from the fact that he had to practice and try and, and build his skill set to match his ability, but it was just so much different. He was really a man amongst boys. I'm, he had to have trained his ass off to get that far ahead of everybody else. But above and beyond, he had so much God-given ability that no one could even keep anywhere close to him. And that's now true. Gosh, I'm going to say he's been in the league 14, 16 years. I'm not an avid basketball playing, uh, fan. But he's been in the, in the league long enough that he still leaps and bounds ahead of everybody else. But now he's got the run rate of all the practice you know, to, to hone in his skills. So, But at that time, you know, in, in, the, in the high school world here in Ohio – we named him. We knew he was a prodigy. I mean, that's what we named him. His talent was amazing. Unlike anything we'd ever seen before. I mean, there was nothing even close. No different than back when, you know, Bruce Banner did the four-minute mile. And I know this story is almost as old as dirt. But back before he hit the four-minute mile, it was thought of to be completely inconceivable. Like, no one can run that fast. That's just faster than any human being could ever run a mile in. But once he completed it and the mental blocks were broken down for everybody else, Hundreds more completed over the next few years. Like it, was, it became commonplace. And right now, there's there's high school athletes. I mean, shit, I'm 265 pounds. I'm not going out and running a four minute mile. But there's people that can go out and run a four minute mile with ease, with very little training. And so, how is all that possible? How does that happen? You know, we, we're again we're idolizing these people that we think it just happens. But it happened because they busted their ass for years doing the same shit over and over again, making slight incremental changes to honing their skills. It happens because they're staying true to their self and their mission. Like they're doing things every day that are actionable items to create long-term success. You know, in today's society, if we look at it, even consuming this podcast, it used to be we'd have to wait for our favorite song on the radio. 
and we'd have to wait for Howard Stern to come on the local rock station. That, and we could only listen to it when we wanted to. Like, that was the only way this shit worked. Like, you had to wait. And now, speed is everything. You can go and download any podcast from any date and time and listen to it and consume it. Same thing with your favorite music. I and mean, we all want everything when. But we want it right fucking now. Like, now. Think about it. Uber Eats can deliver food to your office because we're too lazy to go out and buy it and go to the fast food restaurant, which was already faster than us making it at home. Like, it's insane to me. Artificial intelligence, Amazon Prime, all dedicated to getting us much more of what we want much quicker because speed right now in society is everything. Like, how quick can we get there? That's creating all these limiting factors, you know, because we assume then because I can press a button on my phone and listen to music or consume content or get food on my plate in front of my desk here at the office that everything else in life should be that quick and easy. Like, I should just be able to pick up a basketball and dunk because, I mean, why not? It should be just as easy as everything else. But that quickness that we experience in every aspect of life is making it unrealistic for our expectations now. I mean, it's just, it's not possible to go down that path. Quality takes time. Growth takes time. Your maturation process takes time. Like, these things just can't happen overnight. I mean, we, we didn't all start coming out of the womb and being able to run. Like, we had to crawl or sit upright and then crawl and then walk and then run. But we want everything to happen so quickly. So, so, why, can't, so why can't everything? So, with that shit in our mind, with like that instant gratification mindset that we all adopt to, and I'm just as guilty. Like, I'm sitting here. I want everything yesterday. I don't want it right now. I don't want it in a few hours. Like, I want my success yesterday. I want this podcast to be immensely successful. I want there to be more money in my bank account yesterday. I want there to be more muscle and less fat. I mean, we can go down the list of things that I want yesterday. Like I'm not a patient person, but we have to be, there has to be a process. Like, cause without the process, how can you truly appreciate what that person went to, to get there? If I don't go through the process, I'm never going to appreciate the money. And, and, and I'll tell you with me personally, late twenties stumbled into direct response, affiliate marketing through a web hosting company. And one thing leads to another, I go from making good money, you know, 15 or $20,000 a month to making 70, 80, $90,000 a month. And I'm not saying that boisterously, that was just what it was, but it happened with so much ease and so quickly that I squandered almost every fucking dollar that I made squandered it on trips or fancy jewelry for girls I was dating or Cars or just like I could I could name a laundry list of things that I took the instant gratification of getting what I wanted much quicker than I needed to or that I should have and I didn't slow down to start to process like what it really meant to get it already. So through that I can say I lost sight of the unspoken stories of the failures of the skin knees of the, of the bruised eyes that it should have taken to get to that level of success. I didn't experience any of those. I started a new company. First month was a little rocky. Second month blew the barn doors off and never looked back. It just kept getting bigger and easier. And it required me to do less and less work to make the same or more money. Like none of us want the long road to success. We want what's sexy. We want to copy and paste what works and do it right now. Like fuck sexy. Like that doesn't work. Like the sexy part doesn't work long-term. The sexy part isn't scalable. Like you look at a buddy of mine, like we'll say Andy Frisella, someone I can call a buddy. And you look at his story and where he's come from, from the trials and tribulations of, you know, graduating college or leaving college and starting a supplement store where he's sleeping on a mattress, him and Chris Klein together sleeping on a mattress and don't make their first dollar for, let's say the first three or four months, 
let alone have the capital to start first form. They just, you know, are, are two supplement store owners. And they eventually, over time, get more supplement stores and, and build those out and then start their own internal brand. They only started that brand based off of necessity for their company. But through that now, we see him on social media and, you know, MFCO's podcast. You listen to him and you listen. He's got actionable items because he can say what's happened in his life to get to where he's at. And, yes, he flies in a private plane and has Rolls Royces and and Lamborghinis and everything that we want. And we want that right now. We think that I can hop on a podcast and I can be Andy Frisella because I have a fucking microphone in front of me. I can't be. I haven't went through his trials and tribulations. I hope I never do. I hope I can learn from his. But if I can't, I can't get to where he gets to. So you gotta you gotta copy the struggle. You gotta for me, I'm not emulating the fact that Andy owns a supplement company. I'm emulating right now the struggle that he went through to get it. Like, I gotta copy the struggle. I gotta make that motherfucker my own. Because I know like I'm my own gift. My mind, my body, my soul, it's a randomized gift that we basically won the lottery to have and be here on the planet. So why not celebrate that gift by being yourself and helping yourself be the best version you're able to be? But you can't be the best version if you don't work on it consistently. Like that that shortcut of being the best version because someone else is, and I can just copy what they do with all the, you know, a Russell Brunson and funnel hacking. And it's it's okay to take somebody's sales funnel and make it your own. Yes, that's a shortcut. And I agree with those shortcuts, just like I agree with following Andy's podcast and listening to all the actionable items. But if you don't apply them and make your own fucking mistakes on the backside of that, or you don't build your old, own sales funnels and test against what someone like Russell Brunson says are the best best practices to do, how do you know if that's really the best? Like you haven't tried hard enough yet. You haven't made the, the determination yet of what you're doing. Is that the right way to do it? Just because someone else that's successful did it doesn't mean you don't have more skill inside of you. Like you're not tapping into that onus of responsibility that you're a divine individual. Like you were built for a purpose. Maybe your purpose is to be the next Andy Frisella or beat Andy Frisella or Russell Brunson or Michael Jordan, or whoever it is that you want to be, but you're never going to know that if you just try to copy. Like, you have to go through the process. So coming full circles, I'm coming back into the meditation side of things. All this dawns on me is I'm trying to find all this information on meditation, and it's, I'm, I am becoming that person. I'm becoming the person that can write the book because I can take people through now what my journey has been over the past year. And year's not enough to write a book and have any credibility, but I can say what happened from the initial sitting down trying to hum things that I didn't understand what they were and crossing my legs into using scientific devices to help me center myself into understanding different chakras and what those mean and into you know mindfulness. And it's just this, it's this process. And it's a process I'm going through every day. So although I'm going to look for external in- input, although I'm going to look for inspiration, I'm going to follow my own intuition and my own voice and do what works for me. Because that's all the people did before me. They found information, they applied it to their own life, they're telling their own story, and they're making it their own. So where in your life right now are you trying to copy something that you think works versus taking the steps yourself? Like, is, is it at the gym? You see somebody bench pressing a certain way and you assume that's the way to build muscle because they're bigger than you are? There's a chance they just have more God-given muscle and musculature than you do. They could have different insertion points in their muscles. They could have different origins. Like there's too many variables to assume because one person does something one way that you should do it the same and expect the same results. Like that's not fucking life. That's not how it works. Something in your marriage, you see this idealistic marriage or relationship that you think, man, if I just did what they did, we'd have it all. No, you'd have it all by taking time out and finding out what your spouse or significant other is looking for 
and then taking actionable items every day to ensure the fact that they're happy. And through their happiness, you'll find happiness. But we don't do that. We just want to copy and paste and make it quick and easy. So when you start applying these principles every day and you start taking incremental steps day over day, one foot in front of the other, chasing a goal that you're getting after, you'll realize the fact that every day you have to get shit done. Hey guys, Ryan here. Thanks for joining me today. If you've enjoyed this podcast, please head over to iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you consume audio and subscribe to 15 Minutes to Freedom. If this brought you value, please do me a favor and drop me a five-star rating then share this podcast with someone who needs to hear it. For additional content, head over to ryannidell.com. That's R-Y-A-N-N-I-D-D-E-L.com.